they used the word bold. They didn't mention it in this study, but they used the word bold. And that was the first thing that came to my mind because that was something that's been talked about before, basically having this gondola style system connecting Dick's Park into downtown Raleigh. So you could get from one side to the other. Yeah, or maybe a I monorail. love that. Yeah, a little monorail could be kind of cool. <laughs> this isn't Disney As World. As we continue to <laughs> piggyback on Disney World. Raleigh-Durham, North Carolina is consistently named one of the fastest growing areas in the country and one of the best areas for families. We cover everything real estate, recreation, restaurants, and just what makes Raleigh-Durham a great place to live. This is the RDU Buzz Podcast. All right, we are live. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of the RDU Buzz, where we are going to talk about all kinds of news developments, uh, all rotating around Raleigh. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And just so everybody knows, we actually, uh, we launched a brand new Instagram page this week, also called the RDU Buzz. You can look us up on the RDU Buzz. And uh, essentially, it's going to be I really the information that we put out on these lives, but in a much more condensed format. So, yep, yep. And then additional things about restaurant yep. reviews and parks and things to do uh, like recreationally through the area. So definitely be sure to go give us a follow over there. We'd love to have you following along on our new account. Yeah, absolutely. So um, tonight we got a lot of cool topics tonight. Uh, the first one we're going to talk about is um oh and by the way make sure to put in the comments where you are joining from yes. um we always like to see where so where folks are are joining from so if you have questions as we are talking feel free to throw them out there but uh tonight we're going to be digging in first on a plan uh that was put forth by um a consulting group i could probably find who the consulting group is but that doesn't really matter but essentially it is a plan to help revitalize the Fayetteville Street area of downtown Raleigh so if you've ever been to downtown Raleigh Fayetteville Street is really kind of a unique street that um you know it 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 feels right now it feels very sterile I would say yeah it's kind of just there's a lot of stuff around it but it's it's a very sterile street like there just isn't it's just a bunch of kind of tall buildings. There's not a whole lot going on there, um, but it has a ton of potential. So you've got the state capitol that's right there. You've got a bunch of museums in that area. You've got a park in that area. So it has a ton of potential. It's just not really being used to that potential. Yeah, yeah. It needs some some flair. Yeah, 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 exactly. So anyway, so Raleigh uh, put forth uh, this, this study that was done by a... Um, uh, a, a, a consulting organization and essentially the 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 city of raleigh and an organization called downtown raleigh alliance um it, it essentially kind of assigned them tasks of things that they need to do in order to accomplish these these recommendations and i just wanted to walk through these recommendations because i think some of them are actually really good um and and could bring could bring a lot of value to to downtown Raleigh. So yeah. a lot of the ideas are really interesting. It's kind of funny because when you actually read through the plan and see the concept art of what they could do, it's really really cool. Um, you know, there's some little things that we'll get into that it's funny. Like on Facebook, I think I saw some stuff about this shared a week or two ago, and people were just complaining already. You know, it's just like so funny. Everybody has something to complain about, but I think a lot of these ideas, I don't see why anyone would have an issue with it happening. Um, I think it would definitely better the appearance and the um, everybody's, I think it would make people want to spend more time downtown. Yeah, exactly. So I want to share the screen here so y'all can see it. Um, 
But so the very first proposal that they put out. So if you've ever been on Fayetteville Street, you know that it is it is a very wide sidewalk. I mean, there is an enormous amount of space on Fayetteville Street. And this report basically came out and said, hey, there's a ton of room on Fayetteville Street, but it's not usable the way that it's laid out uh, where you have. And, and, and you know, you can kind of see on on this chart like. And it is true. And I've never really thought of that, but that it's, it's a, it's a fantastic point. It's essentially, you've got all this space and you're not using it well. Um, and so their, their, um, their recommendation is to essentially redesign the streetscape of Fayetteville street so that you can allow things like outdoor dining and all these other things that really would not have room for right now. So. Yeah. Yeah. Cause there's like little, you know, like they show like planters and stuff like that, that are like, just kind of small, but also yeah. in the way. So if you remove some of that, you could have like more benches, more places to sit and enjoy um, and kind of get rid of some of that. Like, I don't want to call like a planter useless, but, you know, it doesn't serve as much purpose as like having tables and stuff at, outside of a restaurant. Yeah, exactly. So so they're basically saying, hey, clean up the space. And and this is this is a good a good example of that. But basically, hey, clean up the space, make it more usable, allow restaurants to come in. And then because I mean, I, I, our area, January, February, kind of not great months as far as outdoor dining goes. But I mean, once you get into like the latter part of March through the rest of the year, you can have some really good outdoor dining there. And that just doesn't yeah. take place on Fayetteville Street. So and people love outdoor dining too. They do. So they it do. would definitely, you know, on a nice night, especially like a summer evening, there's just nothing better than eating outside. Yeah. 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 So I thought that was a that was an actual that was a really good um that was a really good one. So yeah. the next recommendation was um to essentially ensure that downtown is clean, safe, and vibrant. So this is one that received some of the pushback because one of the recommendations was um, was uh, more public restrooms. And I think what they recommended were what some other cities are using in their yeah. areas that have been essentially repurposed for other uses. <laughs> That's a nice way of putting it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. They kind of are like little bathroom pods. So it's yeah. not like a building with public restrooms, but it would be like this little pod i guess and i guess in some other cities people say they get like used for criminal activity <laughs> um so that's not great um but hopefully yeah. that wouldn't happen here i mean you got to have ways to to manage things like that but you know you got to have a bathroom you know so yeah it is. but i i mean i think i i think adding stuff and th th this is a picture of essentially what the study recommended and 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 what folks said were being abused in in other cities um but i I, I mean, I feel like this area has enough public restrooms. I mean, more squares are right here, and they have public restrooms. So. Yeah, but I'm sure that some of that has, it might be like locked during the yeah. night or something. So I guess this might be like kind of more open all the time. And I'm not quite sure, like the one on the left says it's self-cleaning. I, I don't understand how that would Yeah, happen. I don't either. Um, <laughs> but I mean, hopefully it wouldn't just get like left there and no one ever comes to clean it. Yeah. I would not like But that. one thing, one thing they recommended kind of as a subcategory to to this one as far as having a clean and vibrant. Th th this would really go into that. Obviously, public restrooms is more on the clean side. But for the vibrant side, they they mentioned expanding free parking in downtown Raleigh, which I which I think is pretty cool. Um, yeah. So I think that would attract more people to downtown Raleigh because yeah, if no one wants to pay to park. That's yeah, course. exactly. And <laughs> I don't have the statistic on it, but downtown Raleigh today 
sorry, compared to pre-pandemic levels as far as foot traffic goes, is way down. Yeah, it's way down. And so, um, I, I I forget what the statistic is, but it's but it's it's pretty significant. And so this study is trying to get ahead of that trend so it doesn't get worse. But so essentially they can they can reverse it. Yeah, for sure. Let us know what you guys think about public bathrooms like these. Um, do you think it's kind of like an eyesore? Do you think it's a good idea? And I guess, you know, a way of like saying it keeps things clean. Um, you know, yeah. if you're going to have people that have to use the bathroom, you don't really want people like using the bathroom in public. So it does give a private place to use the bathroom and a cleaner way to do it. So, I mean, that is good. And it looks like, you know, they have hand washing stations and stuff in there. So I think there's good elements to it, but I could also see the argument that people don't want to see something like that taking up space. Um, but I think there's cool ways. Maybe you could like, it says funded through outdoor advertising. So maybe it's like more bright and colorful and doesn't become like an eyesore. I think that's yeah. cool. Yeah, exactly. Um, so the next thing they recommended was developing a family-friendly itinerary and route around Fable Street. Not, I, I think I think what they're trying to get to at this is again, if you've ever been to to the Fable Street area in Raleigh, there's a lot to do, but it's not really clear where that is. So so you're close to Moore Square. You're close to the Marvel's Kids Museum, uh, which, which is a fantastic place to take your kids. You're close to um, the North Carolina History Museum, and um, gosh, what are, uh, the there's more science. museums. Yeah, yeah the museum, of, science museum. Yeah, there, the science which, museum. By the way, it's free to get into, which is really it is. cool. So definitely, if you're looking for something to do and you're like, I'm tired of spending money on admission, Marvel's isn't free for kids, but it's not too expensive. But those other two, the History Museum and the um, science museum. Yeah. I think it's called the Nat Museum of Natural Sciences, but for make it sound easy, we'll just call it the Science Museum. It's a great museum and it is free to get in. So it's a really fun thing to do with your kids. But yeah, they're not that far apart, but you don't necessarily like see one from where the other one is located. So I think some people might miss it. Yeah. Yeah. And they, and they, they use some examples on here. I'm going to try to scroll down to them, but basically having, um, ah, uh, here we go. This is a good one where you have like a, uh, a clear path kind of like this right here like a like like a sidewalk that essentially guides you to where you're going um, yeah with like stuff painted you know like yeah oh, marbles and, is only a five minute walk but yeah and it, it you know i mean like like i look at this and i'm like it's it's small stuff but but again Fayetteville street is so sterile and so like this kind of would kind of spice it up a little bit yeah. make it, make and it feel I, like, a little more I personally really like the colorful sidewalk i think it looks really cool and then it kind of leaves room to like Maybe let local artists help out with like murals on the sidewalk. You know, downtown Durham did this with a lot of crosswalks. Um, yeah. They have like these really brightly painted crosswalks. And I love it. I think it looks really cool um, and just makes the crosswalk more evident that it's mm -hmm. there. And then it's also just it's really pretty. And they've yeah. actually that was probably I don't know how many more how many years ago it was that downtown Durham did that. But it's it's held up well. And I think it's been like I think it was before the pandemic that it started. I could be wrong yeah. about that. But I, I like the idea of it. Yeah. And I mean, when you compare downtown Durham to downtown Raleigh, I feel like downtown Durham is 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 ahead of Raleigh in this. And I, there's there's a lot of things I would say Durham is behind in it when, when it comes to like comparing Durham to Raleigh or Wake County. Um, but but downtown Durham, I think, is ahead of Raleigh when it comes to yeah, creating like a downtown, vibrant. Yeah, it might feel like area. a little more colorful, a little more vibrant. But Raleigh has more things to do downtown. So if they could like bring in some of those things like Durham has done with like the colorful sidewalks and more murals and stuff like that, I think it would be just an amazing place to be.
Yeah. So the next idea was to basically turn um, this area into, um, it says market the downtown core as North Carolina's main street. Um, and essentially they, they, they threw out some suggestions that I thought were, I, I mean, I could, I, I could see some of this going well, but essentially take like some of the things that North Carolina is great at, like, so I think of, you know, things like North Carolina barbecue and like trying to recruit some of those restaurants and shops to come down to, to this part of downtown Durham and, or this part of downtown Raleigh and basically making it like North Carolina's main street. Like what is, what is North Carolina known for? And let's, let's make that here yeah. um, on this street and kind of advertise it. But I feel like you just take who, like whoever's the best you don't necessarily have to recruit yeah, like yeah. A, it doesn't have to be like we have yeah. to have a barbecue place we have to have you know i don't know i don't know what else it would be but yeah um yeah but that's a cool concept i mean i do i do like it it is and i mean i, I i'm all it, for any good restaurants coming and there's yeah. a lot of good restaurants already in downtown raleigh so um adding more would be great yeah and that you know i mean part part of that too they they talked about you know doing um like like different food truck rodeos throughout the week and um doing those um what are those called the the, the pop-ups basically yeah, right, and, right, yeah right. kind of kind of doing that all throughout it um which which i think i think could help um i think i think what this study is trying to get at is fable street is sterile and not lively and just anything can help yeah, <laughs> i mean yeah. if you had to sum up this study it's like everything is gonna help yeah yeah and there's nothing wrong with fable street it's just buildings inside you know it's like I guess it's like the quintessential just like kind of concrete jungle so to have i think they just want to bring in more color they want to bring in younger people and in well all people but i think you know trying to get people with families and kids and stuff to come in would be really cool and one of the things i know that you scrolled past it already but um trying to integrate the different like kid-friendly things with the museums they were going to talk yeah. about from more square like putting up almost like a bridge yeah to marble which so you I don't even have to cross really the idea. street with your kids which i think is really cool that road's not too bad not. um but just the concept of it is kind of neat yeah 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 and that's expand the the very last one we're going to get to um kind of expands on that and that's the one i'm probably the most the most excited about because i think i think it's really it's got a lot of potential yeah. and um, earl is tuning in from springfield massachusetts he's visiting raleigh next weekend awesome awesome yeah well, yeah thanks for tuning in earl yeah. and uh yeah i hope i hope the visit goes well yeah and safe travels coming down hopefully yeah the weather the weather was really nice today i don't know what it's going to be like next week but hopefully you'll get some yeah. warm weather when you yeah. Come down. yeah yeah hopefully so so we're we're like Massa cresting. don't bring down the massachusetts weather yeah we're we're starting to to get out of winter now yeah it feels like it's, it's kind of felt amazing. like spring so i'm like i yeah. don't i don't want any cold weather again <laughs> yeah it's amazing um i did number five on here was to celebrate raleigh's black business district and to highlight the rich history um, of black owned businesses and and one of the ideas they threw out here which which i thought was kind of cool um was basically create like um you know different art and like story tours of, of these, you know, the, these historic areas when it comes to uh, black owned businesses. And so I think, and, 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 and that kind of goes along with, you know, what, um, what they're talking about as far as like, like no one, no one, you don't really know where any of the stuff is yeah. or like even, um, uh, and this is this is kind of a, a side point, but Andrew, Andrew Johnson, I believe it was a president I think he so. was born off of the Fayetteville street area and like like you just you don't know hardly where any of that stuff is yeah. and so um when it comes to 
you know, th this like highlighting, you know, the black business district and, and black owned businesses, like you don't know. And so you could, like, you got to highlight that stuff. Um, and that's what, that's what this, that's what number five was. Um, I think, so number six was add housing around Fayetteville street. So if you want to, if you want to make like Fayetteville street more vibrant, you got to have people living yeah, for it. sure. Because people you are gonna, to. yeah. I mean, at I the mean, end of the day, if it's not convenient to get to it or something yep. like that, you're gonna be kind of limited um, in how many people are gonna regularly come in and enjoy it. So having people that are like living in apartments or condos and things like that that are right there. I mean, if you, I mean, that's fun. You know, you live right yeah. there and you're like, I'm just gonna go to all the restaurants that are down here, and there's there's always something going on. I mean, you're gonna spend all your time out there because it's gonna be your yard. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. So. Um, yeah, I think this is if if I had to pick one that is the most important to revitalize Fayetteville Street, it is it is making housing around Fayetteville Street, yeah, repurposing sure. some of those buildings, which essentially recommendation take some of these buildings and repurpose them. Um, they they even threw out you know older like an older parking garage that that that's underutilized, you know, like like redevelop that for housing, and so. Um, I, yeah, I think that's a, that's a, that's a no brainer that has to happen if yeah. you're looking to make, to make this area, yeah. um, better. For sure. So the next one, let me go back. I had to jot. So this is an 84 page report, by the way, <laughs> I went through it and I had to jot. It, it's so long. I had to jot down notes of, yeah, it's so much. So I read it so you don't have to read it. Um, but it is, it is crazy. Oh, so this one uh, used public space for they 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 said use public space for neighborhood livability. So so there there's some of these like passageways, and I'm gonna I'm gonna share the screen again. So you have some of these like passageways here, um, in between the buildings. Yeah, in between the buildings. That, again, they're they're just like very like sterile. Just yeah, yeah. And so essentially, the study is like, hey, you should you should repurpose that. You should make it into a park. You should put playground equipment onto it, turn it into a dog park, like do something other than just like concrete and tree planters. Right. Yeah. Um, Even simple things. Just, they said like putting up string. Lights yeah. Like or, string lights yeah. and like add color to it. So they, they kind of use some of these examples. Like you got this little grassway here, you know, you got a space here that people use for exercising. And so, you know, just make it like colorful and fun and vibrant looking yeah. um, and lively. And so, I thought that was pretty cool. So the, yeah. yeah, but these, the, these cut throughs, I mean, we were, we were literally just on one of these the other day filming a video. Um, and I mean, they're, they're, they're massive. Like they're really wide. Yeah. And like there's so a lot, like there's a lot of, a waste of space, there. space not yeah. to be doing something. And I love like the murals and things, you know, um, if you've ever been to window falls, the neighborhood in their commercial space, I feel like they have done such a good job making things look really nice. Um, and colorful and vibrant, like, I don't know if they have like a rule in the commercial space that the sides of buildings have to have like a mural on it, but it feels like, you know, maybe 30% of the space in window falls, like the side of the Starbucks has like um, this huge like mural with like a dogwood tree and a cardinal. And then you have like a gas station that's got like all these bicycles painted on it. And it's just yeah. really like whimsical and fun. And I love the idea of them like thinking about doing that in between the spaces um just gives people something to look at and makes it feel colorful and fun yeah 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 i think i think that would be that would be great um and crystal says has Fayetteville street always struggled to be lively or is it a post-pandemic issue um, um i i 
I think it probably was more lively at one point in time. So I think, you know, since the pandemic, the foot traffic has gone down a lot. Um, I think just in general, probably everywhere, right? Like everyone just got yeah. a little too comfortable staying home all the time. Um, but also a lot of different places have kind of opened up since the pandemic that probably draw people to other sections of Raleigh, you know? So um, whether that's yeah, different and- parts of downtown or they're like, oh, I'll just go to North Hills or I'll go to, you know, there's just so many other yeah. places too. So I I don't know if it's, never been lively or if it's just you know i don't i don't think it was ever like i feel like it it's not like it was like colorful and lively and then it lost its luster i think it's just this could make it so much better and make it more appealing to bring yeah and people I, back I, in. It, I think you know with with places like i mean i mean in our area at least <clears throat> like downtowns aren't really the center of life in our area and so yeah. i i think there's always you know, going to be kind of this like struggle between like downtowns and then like the the more suburban areas where life <clears throat> really happens and where people, you know, where like the parks and and the coffee shops. And I, I, I feel like in our area, that's more of where life is. And so kind of the downtown areas struggle a little bit yeah. unless you have big... like the daytime. I think at yeah. like in the evening, the restaurant scene downtown is really cool. Um, I feel like Fable Street's probably the opposite though. I feel like yeah, it's lively during as... the day because of the work. Well, yeah, yeah. And that portion of um, downtown, I don't yeah. think has as many restaurants. I feel like it's more businesses, government buildings and um, like the museums. Um, so yeah, I mean, it could use more restaurants. And RJ said, what's the best place to eat at? That's a hard question. If you're downtown, there's a lot of good places to eat. I mean, it depends on what you're looking for. But I really like Taverna Agora. It's a like a Greek restaurant, but it has a really cool uh, like rooftop patio portion. So the food's really good, but it's it's like the atmosphere is really cool downtown. Um, I've ever eaten. I don't think I've ever eaten there. At Taverna. Yeah. I don't know if you have. I don't think I have. Yeah. But it's really cool downtown. In general, around Raleigh, oh my gosh, there's so many good restaurants. It's hard to say which one's the best. What do you think? Zach will probably say Prime Barbecue in Nightdale. (laughs) (laughs) I'm such a bad restaurant person. (laughs) I find my, I find my like one or two restaurants I like and that's what I stick to. Yeah. Yeah. And Raleigh has so many. It does. It does. We did eat at, um, I mean, that was. This was Morrisville, so it didn't count. So I, I was going to talk about that Italian place we had the other day. Oh yeah, we recently um, tried out Baby Moon Cafe. It was so yeah. good. It was really cute. Um, it was like but it's in Morrisville, so it didn't count. Yeah, near the airport. So if you were traveling in and need a place to go near the airport, it's like uh, kind of has like a moon and stars theme. I guess it's an Italian restaurant, but the ceiling all lights up with like these little fiber optic stars. So it's very quaint and romantic. It was yeah. very cute. Yeah, it it was cool. Yeah. Um. So the next one is um. There's a there's like this uh the the this plaza called uh, City Plaza. I'll show a picture of basically right here. So again, I mean I mean this is like a great example of Fable Street, where it's just kind of like sterile. Like there's just there's a lot of concrete and these glass buildings, and that's kind of just what you get. Um, and this report was like, hey, you should completely redesign this so that it's suitable for stuff like this, like you know. And ice skating seasonal pop-ups really and yeah, I like yeah, like, like I guess that's in the summer. It's roller skating, and then you know, I don't know, I don't know what these giant foam blocks are, but it looks. I don't know, fun. but it looks fun. <laughs> like it look, that, yeah, like that looks that looks like a lot of fun. Around. And so, <laughs> fitness anyway, yeah, yeah. I mean, it would be super cool to see stuff like that, and that would be a lot of space. You know, I could see something 
like a smaller pop-up version. If you guys are local and you're ever in Cary in the holiday season, they have the Chinese Lantern Festival, which is like yep. amazing. And that would be enough space to have it not enough for the whole Lantern Festival. They could even do like a little miniature version, like a free uh, advertisement version and then tell people to go see the real thing. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, they could do some pretty cool like holiday displays down there, I feel like. Yeah, yeah. But I think, um, yeah, I mean, there... Uh, it, I, I think I think this study is trying to encourage Fable Street to become more like festival friendly too. Yeah, where a they're, they're just more yeah, there's just more to do. Yeah. Um, which when you think of downtown Durham, again, like you have you have the Durham Performing Arts Center, the DPAC, which is is well renowned, has excellent shows. You have the Durham Bulls. So like like you have a lot of this stuff going on downtown Durham, which is right. I think what what Raleigh. And so number nine, talking about the DPAC, number nine on this report is to grow Raleigh's arts um and, and entertainment center. So, um, you know, Raleigh has a performing arts center, but it just doesn't, it just doesn't carry the weight that Durham's does. Yeah. And, and I don't know if we could really sustain like two Deepak style, like yeah, Deepak probably brings off Broadway production. So, I mean, I guess I don't know, you know, but it would still be nice to see, and we already have some other concert venues around Raleigh, but it would definitely be cool to see something else pop up. Um, down that way would be really yeah. neat. For more like plays and stuff. There's already a concert venue close to there. What's the name of it? I'm Red Hat. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Red Hat. Um, yeah. It's kind of downtown, but not close to Fayetteville Street. But it would be cool to see like an indoor place for like plays and stuff like that to become a little more lively. Yeah. So <clears throat> the last one, and and this this is the one that, that I'm probably most excited about, um, is essentially create, they, they, they say create a bold, what was their, what was their language? Um, create a bold connection south of downtown. So you have Fable Street here. You have Dick's Park down here. Cindy just mentioned Redhead Amphitheater. You got it here. Um, and then you've got, um, you know, the historic black business district, city market. So you've got like a lot going on in this region. And they're basically saying, hey, you need to have a connection point to from Dick's Park all the way up. So I know we've mentioned it before, but but the development that's coming in Raleigh, in downtown Raleigh South, is going to be significant over the next um, decade or two. And there's going to be a lot going on down here. And so this study is basically thinking about that. It's thinking about what's going to happen with Dix Park, um, the changes that are coming in that area, basically saying, hey, you, you need to be able to connect that to downtown. And the reason I like this, because they use the word bold. And I don't know if y'all remember me. Um, if if you've been watching the show for the while for a while, you might remember this, but there there was talk, and I mean, I who knows the reality of this, but essentially a um like a chairlift. What what, what, do, you, what do they call it? A um well, like a ski lift or yeah, like a, a ski lift. Like, yeah, they call gondola, it like a, like a gondola system, kind of like a gondola. Yeah, system. from like Dick's Park to downtown Raleigh, which I absolutely love it. And they used the word bold. They didn't mention it in this study, but they used the word bold. And that was the first thing that came to my mind because that was something that's been talked about before, basically having this gondola style system connecting Dick's Park into downtown Raleigh. So you could get from one side to the other. Yeah. Or maybe a I monorail. love that. Yeah. A little monorail could be kind of cool. <laughs> this isn't Disney As World. As we continue to <laughs> piggyback on Disney World ideas. This isn't. No. Yeah. But I, I mean, what, what this study did recommend is, is essentially, hey, you need to, at the very least, have a strollway or a parkway or something that connects it. And and what they did, so they looked at um, they looked at different areas and how they had, you know, this sidewalk. This is a a rail trail in Charlotte. I don't I don't know um 
uh, I think, um, I don't know what that is. I should know what that is because I used to the live near Charlotte, trail. the rail yeah, trail. I don't, um, I don't know if there used to be like a rail line or something yeah, that they turned so. into a bike trail, but something like this connecting the Dix Park area to downtown Raleigh. So I like the one I on think the that's right, really cool. the Scottsdale, Arizona one with the little artwork on the, the, Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. That's, that's yeah, pretty, that yeah. is cool. Colorful. That's really cool. I like that. It's really cool. But anyway, so those are the 10 ideas that this study put out for the city of Raleigh. Um, I think I think I think a lot of these would be really good, really good ideas. Yeah. Um, if there's any that you really like and you think would be great or any that you think are terrible ideas, definitely put them in the comments. We'd love to see your yeah. thoughts on it, um, especially about the little bathroom pods. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> those seem to be a little controversial. So yeah, yeah, yeah. They were controversial. We'd love to hear what media. you guys think about that. Or yeah. if you don't like it, what's the best way to have more public restroom availability that doesn't involve like going into a restaurant or something like that? Yeah, exactly. Um, for sure. And yeah, and if you have just tuned in recently, please let us know where you're watching from. We love to hear where everybody is tuning in from. Um, so definitely let us know. And Earl, I think we missed this, but Earl said that he is planning on moving in April. So that's awesome. That yeah. is right around the corner. Yeah. Um, that's so that's so that's really good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah hopefully, uh, hopefully the market will calm down a little bit before before you make that before you make that transition. So Alex joining in from. Um, Jacksonville, Florida. So very cool. Very cool. Um, All right. So the next thing we're going to talk about. So a report came out saying that Raleigh was the number one city for first time homebuyers, which kind of. Very interesting. Yeah, which kind of kind of took me off guard. Honestly, I wasn't I wasn't um, I wouldn't expect that just because of how competitive the market is right now. Um, we're working with some first-time home buyers. Um, and it's 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 a it it's tough. It's tough to be a first-time home buyer right now. Yeah. Um, with rates where they are and the competitiveness of the market and um having to go over asking and large due diligence amounts and all that kind of stuff. The study didn't and take so, anything like that into consideration. It, did it was it, more it did it. And that, they should have named it cool places to live. I yeah, feel like. But yeah, so, you know, that's all right. <laughs> so and 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 we'll get into that in a second, but um, Raleigh carry number one, um, and, uh, lowest violent crime rate, uh, mortgage rates and home price appreciation. So I, it, it's fine that they factor in mortgage rates cause they're largely going to be standard everywhere. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, technically, yes, they do change like state by state and region by region, yep. but it's not like huge. It's not like you can get 4% interest rate if you move to Alabama and yeah. 8% somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. But here, you know, they, they say comparative affordability and safety, Raleigh carry Raleigh carry residents. Again, Raleigh carry is, is the Metro. So if you look at, if you look at, um, us census data, census data, it's Raleigh carry. Um, and then Durham Chapel Hill is its own Metro. Um, but, um, uh, yeah, low crime affordability, um, exceptional greenway system, diverse diverse art scene, and free museums, all of which most of which we just talked about. Yeah. So, um, and temperate climate. So, um, helps. Yeah, it does. It does. Um, let me go. I'm gonna scroll all the way down here and then show you all the methodology. So, the reason this isn't super super helpful is again when I think of when I think of a competitive. Um, or w w when I think of an area that's good for first-time homebuyers, I think of, you know, essentially a marketplace that's easy for folks to enter that aren't able to pour in all this equity they just earned over the last, you know, decade. Right. Um, you know, or um, 
an area where you're not having to go above asking and compete on every single house and that and that that is not our area so yeah yeah the market yeah. since january has been pretty competitive so a it lot has of the move-in ready type homes are definitely going to be multiple offer and the ones that are the most affordable or will for sure be multiple offer situations usually so most first-time buyers i mean not all of them but most of them are usually entering in on the more affordable side of yep. the um, market so it can definitely be a little bit difficult and we're sorry if you guys hear uh, screaming children. <laughs> they are uh, safe and okay. They're all yeah, playing they downstairs. But um... <laughs> um, anyway, so uh, but so 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 how they came up with Raleigh as number one? They looked at financial factors and they looked at quality of life factors. So the financial factors um, were mortgage rates. Again, kind of bizarre. They're including this because yeah. these these are not like you know state specific. Yeah, yeah. Um, average home prices property taxes and home value changes. Um, and then the quality of life factors were violent crime, property crime, temperatures, racial diversity, and unemployment. So, um, which when you're looking at all those factors, like Raleigh's going to rank really high. It's a safe city, um, got great weather. Um, it, it, you know, your average home prices comparatively, when you're looking at, you know, other places in the country, it's, it's still relatively affordable. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. Like, like when you're looking at it from that lens, it makes sense. But I think um, if you're looking at it from a competitive standpoint, our area is really competitive and is competitive because of this, Th this, these reasons are why <laughs> it is competitive yeah, to buy here. Yeah, yeah. Um, so this is less of a great place for first time home buyers to more, buy in than a, a great place to move. Yeah. A great place <laughs> for people to live in yes. and for first time home buyers to live yes. in. So. And Gabriel had a good point about the bathroom pods downtown. Uh, it said bathroom pods could look cute if they were made out of brick. Um, nope, no, I can't read it anymore. Sorry, okay, I put it up here. Also, a lot of events happen on Fayetteville Street, so it'd be useful for that. Yep. I totally agree. I love the idea of brick. It looks like it doesn't look like it was just like placed like this little box, yeah. you know? So yeah. The brick is actually a really good idea. That is and, a good idea. Um, I think it blends in better. And there's not actually a lot of brick downtown. Like most of the buildings are already like steel so i think having like more gray metal you know we could change it up and have the brick would yeah. be kind of nice <laughs> no i know i mean that yeah that's true that's a that's a good that's a that's a really good yeah, point it feels so classier yeah, yeah it I does like it does um sarah said hello from mebin hello hello sarah and we've got divya from houston awesome hey, yeah divya? good to see you yeah 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 uh very cool very cool well um and then we got next level from Raleigh. Oh, thanks awesome. for tuning in again. We missed you last week. Yeah. So <laughs> all right, on to <clears throat> the next one. So um, actually, let me go to because um, we talked a long time about Raleigh. So I'm going to cut some of these out. Um, so we'll end with um, with these next two. So there are some I don't know if y'all play pickleball. I've never played pickleball in my life. But it's a really big deal, it's and so I want to play it. It's so popular right um, now. Yeah, but there like are people are just like forgetting, forget about tennis. We're just like yeah, pickleball now. <laughs> there are two massive pickleball facilities coming to the Raleigh area. The first one, I want to share the screen because it almost feels like an understatement. Um, they're huge. So this one right here, this is going downtown Raleigh. It's a company called Pinpoint. Um, it it was actually it was founded by three uh, three friends. One of them was a um. Uh, a quarterback at NC State, so he has local ties. I'm sure all all of them have um, 
have ties to to, to the area, but it's going to be the so I I've seen I've seen this both ways. I've seen largest indoor pickleball facility in the country, and I've seen largest indoor pickleball facility in North Carolina. So I'm not sure which one it is, but regardless, it's going to be really large. Um, I heard largest in the universe. <laughs> I'm going to respond to that. <laughs> it's it's 71,000 square feet. Um, and it's going to have, I think they have it down here. Um, 16, sorry, I'm going to pause this video. So it's not playing. There we go. Uh, 16 indoor pickleball courts, eight indoor golf simulators, uh, an indoor chipping and putting area, and a full service bar, and a golf and <laughs> a pickleball pro shop. I love pro that. <laughs> For the pros, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been to a, I've been to a golf pro shop before, but never, never pickleball. Cool. But, I mean, you this is really cool. Pickleball stuff. Yeah, so you yeah. got all it the pickleball really courts. Cool, and it reminds the... me. This one's like indoor, so it's kind of like I feel like this is like a kind of a playoff of like a drive shack or a top golf, where it's like yeah, a fun place to go hang out. You can have a corporate event, um, and I love that it's indoor because I mean it's great. You could do yeah. it year round. It could be raining, yeah. and it's still going to be open and fun. Yeah. So the 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 golf the one thing that separates us. So I know we said at golf simulators. So, you know, those are kind of like your indoor where you like hit a golf ball into a screen and then it kind of shows you, you know, its trajectory where it's going. Yeah. Um, so it's not like top golf or like it's actual driving range. Uh, but yeah, so I think it's really cool. Last week I talked about how Raleigh, you know, top golf is opening soon. We have drop shack here. Like Raleigh needs more stuff like that. And yeah. this is a well, really it's good nice step. to find recreational spaces that are really more for adults and not just like, places for yeah. just for kids but like places that are more geared towards adults to go and like meet up with friends and yep. have community especially post pandemic i feel like people don't know how to make friends anymore <laughs> and yeah. they don't want to hang out with people in real life so this kind of encourages people to come together so i love it yeah i do too so i, th- I think it's gonna be really cool it'll be downtown raleigh um off of wilmington street so um i think it's gonna be really cool yeah. and speaking of pickleball also there is a, another pickleball facility. Uh, 2024 is the year of pickleball. Yeah, it's a $70 million uh, tennis and pickleball facility opening up in Briar Creek. Um, so this one is, this one's going to be outdoors. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so if you don't know where um, Briar Creek is, basically, if you if you know where the airport is, it's like, right there yeah. so it's it's it's, it's in like that, the middle of the triangle it's yeah like it's in that general convenient. region yeah when you live here that's just where you meet everybody because it doesn't matter where you live i swear everybody can get to briar creek in like 30 minutes no matter where you live at everybody's 30 minutes from briar yeah. Creek or yeah. closer yeah so um, this is a cool location for it i didn't know there was even that much land near briar creek left um because it feels like a very developed area but i think this is really cool it is, yeah, and I mean, it says it's going to open by 2024, which is this year. So, yeah, the other um, one too. There must be, also yeah, there must be so. pretty, there must be pretty far along. Yeah, and, and I, we need to drive around and try mm-hmm. to find this place. Um, it is. Um, so one of the folks on the board and kind of making this happen is um, John Kane. So, um, I, I'm almost, I'm, I'm assuming this is the same Kane that owns Kane Kane Realty that developed North Hills and is developing um uh downtown raleigh south so um but 70 courts for pickleball tennis paddle and other racket sports so it had a list down here um and it had things i've never even heard of before oh here here we go 29 tennis courts 24 pickleball courts 16 courts for paddle um i don't i don't know what it says a spanish sport sport that's a mixture of tennis and squash 
I don't know. I don't know what that is. Um, several beach tennis courts. I, I don't I know what that, don't know what that is. is. I've never, I've never played beach, <laughs> beach tennis, tennis. Um, and a ping pong center. So, I mean, they, like, this is really, this is really cool. Um, so anyway, yeah. and it says um, there'll also be like some restaurants and bars there yeah. so that people can like meet up before and after games. So I think that's really cool. I really yeah. do love it. Um, we've had a lot of other people asking questions over here. Um, Let's Boris see. is coming to Raleigh. Welcome to Oops. Raleigh or soon anyways, Boris, uh, hope that you enjoy your visit in May. Well, hope you enjoy moving here in May and in your visit next week. Yeah. Moving to Raleigh in May. Very cool. Yeah. 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 We have, um, we do. I mean, for, for folks who are coming to the area to visit, we do have an area guide. So feel free. Yes, if you want to reach out, yeah, if you want to like shoot us an email, email or whatever, too. it's got um, restaurant recommendations. And yeah. Things yeah. It's out. not, um, it's not real estate specific. Obviously we're happy to help with the real estate specific stuff. Um, if you wanted, but if you just wanted like, Hey, you know, we're coming into town, we're exploring, we want to know, you know, if you're bringing your kids, like what to do with kids, all that kind of stuff. We've got, we got a guide that kind of, you know, walks you through that. So, so feel free, yeah. but, uh, but yeah, I hope that goes well, Boris. So yeah. And then Crystal coming over from Southport. Very cool. Over on the coast. That's yep. really neat. Um, looking for a house in Raleigh. So welcome to almost welcome to Raleigh, Crystal. And yeah. Sam asking about parts of Orange County, like Caldwell, Cedar Grove, um, and Buckhorn. Caldwell and Buckhorn are really not like um, towns of Orange County. All of that's really going to be either Hillsborough or Durham. Um, some of Buckhorn might be considered Mebane. Um, So generally, Orange County has kind of a rural feel to it. Mebane's more developed, I would say, has like a lot of shopping and things like that in the area. But Caldwell, we don't live too, too far from there, is yeah. um, pretty rural. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would agree. Yeah. I would agree. So perfect. Well, I think that is um we have to relieve our child. We have we have more topics, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's well, uh, Zach just I spent, went on and on about I know what well, I, I didn't realize those he ten had topics. So much that he yeah, I didn't realize those that. ten topics were gonna take were gonna yeah. take so long. Um yeah. And yeah. RJ from Hillsboro wants to know if you ever coming back to visit his hometown, what would be the best spots to see and visit? Well, RJ, probably since the last time you're here in Hillsboro, the Riverwalk opened about 10 years ago. I don't know if you've yeah. seen that yet. Mm -hmm. And it is so great. Um, it kind of goes downtown through Hillsboro along the Eno and it's all paved and it's wonderful, um, you know, right there by Weber Street Market. So if you're in Hillsboro, definitely that. There's a lot of fun restaurants that have opened in Hillsboro probably since the last time you were here, too. So definitely check those out. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Um, so yeah. And then did you hear about it's being built? I think so. I think I, I think the world's largest sports. I, I feel like I did. I feel like I did, Sarah. I don't know. Um, so that there were so many things that were popping up when I was um oh no, no, that's the one. I think that's the one we just talked about. The swing rackle, the swing paddle racket. Yes. Yeah, that yeah. that is that's the outdoor one. Yeah, that's the outdoor Creek. one in Brat in, 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 in Briar Creek. I knew that name sounded familiar. Yeah. Um, so pinpoint is the one downtown. Um, and swing paddle racket is the one um uh that will be in um in, in the Briar Creek area. Yeah. So, um, cool. Well, I think, I think that's, I think that's everything that we have tonight. So I really appreciate y'all tuning in. Uh, we will not have a live next week. Um, cause yeah. we have some family coming in town. Um, but we'll be back the week after on the live. Um, 
but seriously, for those of you who are coming into town, um, if y'all want um, like an area guy, feel free just to shoot us an email. Um, obviously, you know, you're on our YouTube channel. So I, I think, you know, if if you look at um, our email is somewhere on the YouTube channel. It's yeah. typically, it's typically it's info at the honey, at honeycutteam.com. Yeah. 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 But you can find it like in the description of, of, of the videos in there as well. So you can just shoot an email yeah. um, and we'll get that. Uh, we'll get that area got over to y'all um, and then try to help out any way possible. So, yeah. but really appreciate y'all tuning in tonight. Um, and we will see y'all, I guess next, next, two or, weeks. yeah, two weeks, Not two weeks week, from now. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Bye y'all. Bye guys.